Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is Series 2, Episode 145 of this daily podcast, based on the uh, teachings and the materials of the Church of Jesus Christ of, La- Jesus, Church of, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, in particular the Come Follow Me materials. We are concluding our week of week uh, May the 18th to May the 24th, covering Mosiah, chapters 25 to 28, um, which has the title... Uh, they were called the people of God. Uh, and we're finishing off with the final section in the personal scripture study, which is Mosiah 27, verse 14, and verses 19 to 24, which is recapping a couple of things which we've said previously, but I have left out a couple of things just to add to this discussion. Um, I want to first of all use uh, read the section in the actual manual. It says, maybe you know a parent in Alma the Elder's situation whose son or daughter is making destructive choices. Or maybe you are that parent. What do you find in Mosiah chapter 27 verses 14 to 19 to 20 and 19 and 24 to 24 that gives you hope? How might these verses influence your prayers in behalf of others? Now, I think that this is a very important point. In Mosiah 27 verse 14, which we left for this section today, it says this. And again, the angel said, Behold, the Lord have heard the prayers of his people and also the prayers of his servant Alma, who is thy father. For he has prayed with much faith concerning thee that thou mightest be brought to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, for this purpose have I come to convince thee of the power and authority of God, that the prayers of his servants might be answered according to their faith. Now, I have always presumed that, you know, the prayers, um, you know, were important, but they were perhaps for the building of faith of those people who prayed. But it's interesting, the language of the angel here, and I don't suggest that this is the answer, um, but he does say that, you know, Alma, his servant, uh, the Lord's servant has prayed, also that many others have prayed. And then it says, for this purpose have I come to convince thee. So the angel is seeming to suggest that he is only there because of the prayers of the faithful, which um, puts things into perspective, really. And it makes you think, well, you know, maybe... Was it because of those prayers that Alma had this experience to stop and to reflect? And then Alma obviously made the most of that, uh, you know, experience and did have a change of heart. It is interesting to consider just how much of a factor the prayers that the faithful had uh, in making this happen. Paul H. Dunn said this, quote, I suppose the, te- the tendency then was, as it often seems to be today, was to write him off. But you know the miraculous story of how an angel of the Lord appeared to that young man and how he became one of the greatest missionaries in the Church of Christ. What was it that caused that great change to occur? The angel testified to Alma the following, Behold, the Lord hath heard the prayers of the people, and also the prayers of his servant Alma, who is thy father. Think of it, the power of paternal prayer. As we consider the the challenge of rearing children in a real world fraught with temptations, false ideologies and materialistic enticements, do you not feel the need for guidance and inspiration beyond your human capacity? There is no greater help or strength that a father or mother can obtain than securing that help from the Lord. Close quote. This, this, um, you know, is an important point to consider. You know, how powerful is that prayer? How important is that diligence and dedication in those prayers as well? Um, we, my, my family and I had a discussion in our, in our Come Follow Me on Friday about the role that Alma the Elder played in this experience. Whilst he may not be referred to very much, uh, he perhaps had a very a much greater role than we consider. Um, we talked about the, the what he did and, his, and uh, Alma's mother as well, and how in the Book of Mormon video it shows them praying. 
and I asked, and we asked the question to our children, do you think that they prayed just that once? And uh, our children, with a bit of insight, um, seen, uh, said, well, no, well, they probably prayed more. We said, yes, exactly. You know, I, I would suggest that they have prayed more. Um, and in fact, it says it uh, in the in the verse 14, he's prayed with much faith. Someone who prays with much faith has to pray often. We saw that with Enos, didn't we? So we then shared an experience, uh, sorry, not an experience, a story from the friend from a few years ago uh, called Fourth Floor Last Door. And those of you that uh, will have studied the general conferences fairly recent, in the fairly recent years will know that that is a talk from Elder A.D. Treffuchdorf, where he explains and describes the experience of two missionaries who were outtracting, trying to teach the message of the restored gospel, and they come to an apartment block which has four floors with many doors. Uh, and they knocked on the first floor, didn't have a response. They went to the second floor, no one wants to know. They kept going and went to the third floor. Again, no one was interested. And then they got to the fourth floor. They didn't stop. They kept knocking till the very last door. And at that very last door, there was a young girl who smiled and invited, and their mother invited them in. And their family read, the, well, her mother read the Book of Mormon in a few days and they were baptized. Uh, that young girl uh, turned out to be Elder Uckdorf's wife. And how grateful he was that those missionaries had that dedication to keep trying till the very last door on that fourth floor apartment block uh, to find those who wanted to hear the restored gospel. And then we likened that to Alma, the elder, or as I kept calling him, Alma the daddy, and said, so this Alma, the father, you know, he will have had that same desire as those missionaries. He will have been praying and praying. And would he have stopped praying if Alma had never heard the truth? Probably not. He would have kept praying. And uh, it made me think about, you know, my children. Am I praying every night that they will stay strong in the gospel? I'll be honest with you, I'm not. There are many things that take my concern in life. But am I, am I praying for that thing that is the thing which I'm most worried about? I, I'm not. And so I need to increase my dedication and my uh, my faith in praying for that. Uh, in verses 20 to 21, we, we see Alma's response to um, seeing his son in the state that he is after his visitation with the angel. It says in verse 20 and 21, and they rehearsed this to, the, to his father and all that happened unto them. And his father rejoiced, for he knew it was the power of God. And he caused that a multitude should be gathered together that they might, might witness that the Lord, what the Lord had done for his son and also for those that were, that, the, that were with him. And I love how it's portrayed. Because, you know, you, you see this image of him rejoicing, you know, being very excited. And of course, you know, I don't think that's right. Uh, and we see in the, in the Book of Mormon videos that, yes, he does rejoice. He is happy, but he doesn't jump out for joy because his son is unconscious and he doesn't know what's going to happen to his son. But he is pleased that the Lord has taken action to intervene in, in the life of his son. And it does cause him great joy. And what I love as well is that as almost an after, afterthought in verse 21, it says, and also those that were with him. And, he, and in the video, he turns to the sons of Isaiah and says, you know, get the people, let them see what's happened to my son. And then he stops them and says, and for you, like, you know, this is a, an, an incredible moment for you guys as well. And so I, I hope that you'll take this uh, with great seriousness. Uh, and then we know that they fasted and prayed for two days and two nights. And those prayers and fasting perhaps did have an impact as well. We discussed that uh, on Friday uh, about, you know, how much 
power did the fasting and prayer actually have? Would he have revived and had that same experience anyway? Or did that prayer and fasting have an impact? And at the time I said it was probably for the people there, you know, for their experience. But actually having, you know, considered the words of the angel and just how much um, influence the prayers Alma and the faithful had, um, I don't know. I'm not so sure now. Maybe they did have, you know, the power to bring him out of his unconscious state and the power to allow him to feel the power of repentance and have that change of heart, um, you know, we should never underestimate, it seems, the power that a faithful prayer can have. And I think that sometimes we do take that for granted and we say, oh, yes, you're in our prayers and then maybe forget to pray. Uh, and so, you know, it's an important uh, thing to think about. Thank you for listening to the study today. I hope you've enjoyed it. And indeed for this week, if there's anything that you've been studying for this week or in the Come Follow Me materials or indeed anything else, please do share it at Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter. Uh, you can join us uh, on the Facebook group, uh, Church Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com to share any of your thoughts. I'd love to hear them so I can share them on future podcasts. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.